Beautiful. It's me, your girl, Miss Lulu. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Everyone Loves Lulu with my special guest. He is an entrepreneur. He is a loving father and husband. And he is also the founder and CEO of Epic Life Insurance Agency. Please welcome our boy, Hiram Travis. How are you? I'm doing good, Lulu. How you been? <laughs> I've been great. I mean, we were just talking about how it's been years. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. I'm not trying to age ourselves right now, but it not has much. been a, yeah. <laughs> it has been a, been little, a bit. little bit. Yeah. Well, um, you know, just because of the climate that's happening right now, how about we start there with how are you really and how is or how is your family as well, you know, with COVID? You know, been blessed. You yes. know, family's healthy. Uh, work's been busy. Uh, I think with uh, the way things in transition because of COVID, like we need to find our new norm. Oh and my gosh! My work is I'm in denial, <laughs> Hiram. I don't want to say new norm. I'm just like living in the past right now. I know, I know, I know. I know. That's the thing, right? It's like, you know, it's like we missed the we missed the old days, I old know. days of like a year and a half ago. Yes, which is like, like 2019, the old days. Yeah, right? Like no mask to where you walk everywhere and you see masks all over the place. I know, and that is I. I I've finally gotten to the point where I don't know how it is for you, but I automatically reach for it. I have extras in my car, in my purse, yeah. in my, and and every time. It, but but you know, I saw this meme actually that was like, anyone else just walk out of a store and just rip their mask off? <laughs> like you know, it's funny because I'm actually I'm actually pretty bad with masks. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. hey, that's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. So like I I forget it a lot. Uh huh. And to one of my kids, my wife was like, "Hey, your mask." I'm like, "Oh shoot." So well, I you're re- not fighting it. No, no, like you know, I, I you walk- have so many other things on your mind. I walked into stores before, and they're like, "Oh, sure, your mask," and it's like, "Oh, shoot, my bad." Yeah. So yeah. But I, I at least it. now, I mean, if you forget it, everybody, even at the stores or the buildings that you walk in, they have extras now available yeah. for you. Like, oh, don't worry, we got yeah. one for you. Yeah, we got you. I like good looking out. Thank you. Yeah, and it's cool. I get it. Yeah, thank you. Get the mask and about our way. So. I'm sorry, but carry on though. So COVID and it was like the family's healthy. How about business? You know, because you being an entrepreneur, a business owner. Yeah. So prior to COVID, you know, I was in the restaurant industry and I had a to-go restaurant in downtown Long Beach um, and I collaborated it with my food festival. Okay. Yeah. So when I had the food festival prior to COVID, um, it was a great event. It was building momentum. And one thing I found is that, let's just say if you wanted to eat a certain, let's just say if you had Lulu's Lumpia, for example, mm-hmm. right? And you're a pop-up. The only way you can find Lulu's Lumpia is if you're at a farmer's market, for example. Uh-huh. So then I, you know, I, I just kind of, kind of this bouncing ideas uh, with these vendors. And I'm like, hey, you know what? What if I got a restaurant and you, uh, for two days out the week, you have residency there? And they're like, you know what? Wow, it's great. She That's was, really cool. Yeah, because the biggest thing with those, the vendor, pop-up food vendors is, once again, People who want to eat their food, they can only eat their food when they're at certain markets. Right. And so I... I and, it, and they're far and few between, you yeah, know, what yeah. happens. So you're like waiting forever or... Yes. <laughs> unless you have the inside number, you know, it's like, can you please make yeah. me Can you make a little on the side? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be there in half an hour. Half an hour, please. <laughs> yeah. But no, so, so I, you know, I saw a need there. So I pitched the idea. I said, hey, what if, what, what if I got a restaurant and two days out the week, we'll have Lulu's Lumpia. Two days out the week, we have so-and-so's burgers. And, mm-hmm. and two days out the week, we have uh, so-and-so's barbecue. So cool. And so I pitched the idea, and they're like, yeah, let's do it. Love it. it. Yeah. Let's go with let's it. Let's go with it. Yeah, so two days a week, 
I had a Filipino spot uh, vendor. The other two days a week was barbecue. The other two days a week was a burger spot. And when did you start? That was in 2019? Yeah. Because that's when you also had your... The food festival. Yes, the yeah. food festival, which is the only one of its kind. Only one. Yeah, so been blessed to... The biggest thing with the, the concept or the idea behind the South Bay food market is because I wanted to create a Pacific Island food festival. Yes. But I didn't want to name it Pacific Island food festival because I didn't want to narrow my, my audience. Yeah. So me being born and raised in the South Bay of Gardena... You wanted to be more inclusive. More, yeah. Exactly. So, um, you know, you come to the festival, it's an island vibe, island music, you know. Majority- they kind of get the drift, but in case yeah. another vendor wants to come in, you're like, hey, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, a so South like, Bay food exactly. market. Exactly. So right. like the last event, I had a ceviche. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah Spanish guy, um, but you'll find. Which we love as well, specific anything seafood oh for us, Yeah, right? it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, but then, so like me, I'm not, I'm a foodie. And mm-hmm. so I've been doing the foodie thing for a long time before like foodie was a thing. And so when I saw that once again, I'm like, you know what? I said, hey, what if we create a food festival in the South Bay? Because the big food festivals that they have, like in Orange County, 626 Market, and that thing's yes, huge. Yes, huge. Yeah, more of an Asian feel. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, what if we could bring this to the South Bay? More of an island feel. Yeah. And so, and so I was like, you know what? I know a lot of, a lot of Pacific Islanders that have great culinary skills, but they just don't have the platform to mm-hmm. show their food. So I was like, shoot, once again, if I create a platform for them to showcase their talents, their culinary skills then maybe it might help them to get to the next level, whether it's a restaurant space, or whether it's catering gigs. And so within the first couple of events that we did, a lot of people started gaining momentum. They like catering gigs. That is so up, cool. Up, opened up food trucks and took their business to the next level. And so that's, that was like the gist behind that. And, um, and then, but of course, when COVID hit. So COVID hit, couldn't open a restaurant. And then also too... But you had already had your festival in 2019, the end of 2019, right? Towards the end. And it was a success. It was great. Yeah. I mean, what, almost 5,000 people came through? Close to 5,000 people. That's incredible. Yeah. So we had about 20 vendors and just about all of them sold out. And your prediction was so right about there being a need, yeah. you know, for a space there, especially for the South Bay. Yep. And it's it's such a great central area to where you can come from either side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I mean, it, it was definitely a good time. We all had a good time when we went. Good and good I was actually looking forward to it, you know, speaking of COVID, since it's still continuing. It's like part seven right now <laughs> of the saga. Um, but we were looking forward to actually enjoying the South Bay food market again. I know. It, it was supposed to happen last week. It was supposed to happen last week. And um, got a call from the LA Health Department and said, Hiram, right now, city of Carson, they're averaging about 4,000 new cases of COVID a day. And you know what? We don't want you to do it. Don't do it. And so, you know, I mean, kind of on the crossroads, right? Because I have vendors, you know, and... You know, and they, and they said, th- they recommend that you don't... They didn't say, don't do it, right? There's like, we recommend that you don't do this. Yeah, because I... Be- Strongly. Because, because the event permits, everything was, is, is paid for through, this, through the public health department. And so um, I was like, you know what? I'd rather listen to them. Yes. Because I'm, I wasn't more so thinking about, hey, maybe this event. I'm thinking more long-term because I want to see them grow. I want to yes. be, you know, like, like the 626 market in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Like 100,000 people there. In a multiple day event. So I was like, you know, I took a step back, had to process that and said, okay, you know what? We're not going to do it, but, you know, let's connect and let's see how we can strategize to make sure that when it does happen, when we do happen, when, when it does happen, uh, that we're good. We don't have to worry about anything happening as far as, you know, a possible shutdown. So um, I'm in, the, I'm in the, the communication with the public health department. We're looking in about like a month and a half, six to eight weeks out. As in 2021, as this in, year, as in, as this, in year, this next we're gonna, we're gonna month one. and a half. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to have one. Are you thinking, okay, of course it's tentative because with 
if there's a new variant or the variant or Delta variant decides to go really rampant. But yeah. but that's what we're looking forward to then is in a month and a half, we could be having. Yeah. As long as there's no shutdowns and as long as it, it I mean, at worst case, if it just stays the same. Then it'll happen. Okay. Yeah, it'll happen. So, but okay. if there's a shutdown, of course. If there's a shutdown, which I've heard, <laughs> it's there like might coming be. 2022. <laughs> yeah, I heard there might be, and if there is, and once again, it's, I, it's right. What it is. We just it's move what it is, with yeah. the times. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, um, what what does it take to do something like that? Actually, like to be able to throw a food festival. You know, it takes a good team. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think the biggest thing is having a vision to where you want an event to go. And, and I mean, let's let's actually go back because I feel like that kind of goes in your through line, right? For everything, yeah. um, being an entrepreneur, yeah. being a dad and a husband, and you know, the CEO and and owner of Epic yep. um, Life Insurance Agency. So, what came first? So the food festival came first, okay, and and the food market. So prior to COVID, um, I had the food festival. I created the, the, the South Bay, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the Food Market Express mm -hmm. in Long Beach, collabed with that. And then I was also getting ready to open up a Cobra Coffee Bar with, uh, it's called Matt Black Coffee. Okay. It's, it's about three blocks east of Staples Center. Are you a coffee drinker? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, but... Uh, I'm not either. I yeah. only ask because I have diehard coffee connoisseurs, if oh. I dare say so, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's always, I mean, especially here in LA where it's go, 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 go. Yeah. Coffee is definitely something that we need all the time. So that concept came into play with a friend of a friend, and uh, his name is Andy Wen. He also owns Rodeo 39, which is oh, a, cool. Yeah. Okay, I love that venue. Yep. So I so I partnered up with him, and there's a it's called Matt Black Coffee. In fact, it is grand open last week, but we're well, supposed congrats. to have, we're supposed <laughs> to have grand open that in um, March of 2020. 20, oh, okay. Yeah. But then, of course, COVID hit, right? Yes. So then, oh my gosh, all these things got postponed. Yep. Can't open a cold brew coffee bar during the pandemic. Can't open the restaurant and can't do a food festival. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, a friend of mine shared with me this industry, and which is the financial services space. And basically, you know, when I looked into the industry, you know, I found out that you know what, there's there the this industry creates the most millionaires, but also it's a recession-proof industry, and information that I learned. You know, the short time there, I was like, you know, I wish I would have known. Yeah. Financial education, literacy, yeah, right? Yeah, literacy, right. So, and as, I mean, us being Pacific Islander, it's... That's the biggest thing we lack. Yes, so, yes. You know, I mean, born and raised in... We don't lack making money. It's actually knowing what to do with it and yeah. how to actually make it last and how much you can That's keep in your thing. hand, right? That's the biggest thing. You know, my parents, they moved to L.A. from Hawaii. Mm -hmm. So I was born and raised in Gardena. And you know what? I mean, I, when I look back at it, I was like, you know, there's a reason why my parents live paycheck to paycheck, and they worked all the way into their 60s. It was like no one really sat down with them to t teach them, you know, about finances, financial literacy, about the power of, of, of you know, like leveraging IULs, annuities, Roth IRAs, life insurance, even like credit. Like yes. When I went, I went to high school, I went to college, and they didn't, you know, they didn't even teach me once about the power of credit. Mm -hmm. It's not until I went into debt. Right. So I'm like, then oh shoot, like, you know oh. what? Yeah, okay, this credit is a real this is a real deal because yeah. <laughs> if you want to buy a house or a car, they're going to look credit. at these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so credit is gold. Mm -hmm. And so once again, I'm, I'm learning all well, this stuff. Good credit, right? <laughs> good credit, yeah. Good credit is, is gold. Right. I'd rather have no credit than bad credit. So, yeah. Right. Like yeah, you start no, to think, but but you're right, and and then you know your experience is the same for so many of us, yeah. where our parents. They weren't taught. Nobody talked to them about financial literacy. So then, of course, the cycle continues with their children. Yeah. And then, luckily for, you know, 
you've stumbled upon it with our life experiences, especially growing up in the States, or I mean, like coming and moving and immigrating to the States, then you're going, oh, shoot, I got to, I, I got to like get with it or yeah. I'm going to be left behind. Or, so, okay, cool. So then you, you, you did the food market, you found I this found, industry, yeah, which is industry. life insurance. Yeah. Okay. So life insurance, um, and during COVID, it was a blessing. It was a blessing because I was able to build this business to where I have an office now and I have about 45 agents in other states. That's incredible. Congrats. I, thank you. But I built it through Zoom. Technology. Yes. So I literally was in my garage. I had my Zoom and I had a virtual background. And you had your boxers on with your tie. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Top ready. We You're like, top ready. Top ready. That's it. I, my lava lava, my, or my shorts on, my, my, my Crocs. But up here, you know, You're it's like, business. You're like, I'm totally business. Yeah, and you can see my garage door because it was the virtual background. So I was good. So um, I dove into uh, the financial industry, catered a lot towards life insurance. So I offer more than life insurance, but I stayed in that lane because uh, you found it, that there I, was a need for that. There's a well. need for that in our community. Mm -hmm. You know, so many, so many Polynesians passing away. Even now, they're passing away. Instead of leaving their their loved ones with some kind of financial wealth, they left them with debt. Yeah. And because we see all these GoFundMe accounts online. Yes. So I'm like, and, and I'm, you know, not even, not even um, leaving it wealth behind as so much as like being able to take care of their, their, their funerals yeah, and their, yeah. you know, their last days stuff, like. That bare minimum, we lack altogether, yeah. and they actually leave us. Yep. You know, the the survivors. It's I mean, death is is harder on on the people that are alive than they are on the dead, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, real, hundred <laughs> percent. You know, so I'm when I'm, you know, my friend of mine shared with me. He says he says hire me. He says how is it that your your house is insured, your car is insured, your cell phones are insured, but not your life? And I said, ah, oh. I said never thought about it that way. You're like, because I'm going to live forever, duh. Well, well, yeah, no, but you know what, though? But, but in, in the Polynesian community, it's, it's a tough conversation to have. No one wants to talk about death. Yes. You know what I mean? It's and very taboo for us, which is crazy because death is a constant part of our life. I mean, yeah. as, I mean, in general, as human beings, but as Pacific Islanders, we have a funeral every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even prior to COVID. Yeah. So I, 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 it actually blew my mind that when I met my, um, you know, American friends, they hadn't really seen a dead body. Well, mainly because their families aren't ex as extensive as ours. Yeah. So we have huge families. And so I've seen my first dead body when I was like a baby. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> going to the funeral and kissing yeah. my grandma or great grandma. And so like that's constantly a part of our life. And yet it's taken us so long and still now yeah still now we we tend to avoid it you yeah. know we tend to avoid that talk of we are going to eventually die guys <laughs> yeah and, and, <laughs> and then what yeah. and what happens and i think you know it, it's it, it it could be an uncomfortable conversation at first but then you really make sense to them you know like hey man like shoot your cell phone's insured like why isn't your life and like oh i never thought about it that way it's kind of taboo we don't talk about it in the community yeah and like in you know especially like in the samoan culture right love is you know that's everything Yes. <laughs> and the follow up is are like every week. Those are, you can definitely count on, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, you know, but I, I, I've been around services to where that's all they had was, 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 was waiting for that envelope to come to help pay for the services. Yeah. And, but I've also been on the other side of, side of that where they, of course, you know, CE comes, envelope, that's part of the culture, right? But they also had proper life insurance. So mm -hmm. it was less of a stress and burden on the family because they right. weren't depending on that. On that, on yeah. the alofas to come yeah. through, the love, you yeah. know, and the giving. Yep. And so... Which, our system is almost, in a sense, like a life insurance, right? Yeah, like especially that's, that's, with that's old school life insurance. Yeah. That's what it is. Because our family, all, when you are Samoan or you're Tongan or you're Pacific Islander, yeah. 
we take care of each other even yeah. through death. But it does come with all. I mean, I don't know about you. Every fala vilave. Technically, you know, I've shared this before, but fala vilave literally means like trouble. You know, like <laughs> problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what, you know, when we have issues coming up with death or with weddings or with birth or with all, all those things, right? Yeah. Or there's a new fei fei'au or yep. <laughs> new pastors. You're like, all that. Uh, somebody wants to get a title, a matai name, a chief name, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I, and the, the concept that we have is constantly always is like, well, we give, we give, we give, and we'll get back tenfold. And I mean, eventually, maybe if we live long enough to see it, but yeah. but there's a better way, and that's what you you've learned, and you're actually sharing now. Yeah. So, I mean, I was like, you know what? I, when I'm looking at, as I'm sharing information, what I'm doing with people, they're like, you know what, Hiram? Shoot, I mean, it makes sense. I don't I don't know about IULs. I don't know about indexing. I don't know about Roth IRAs. I don't know about you know. I don't know about I, like I don't know that. A lot of people don't know that life insurance, like you know, th- there's there's certain policies out there where you have a like a built-in savings account in there. And so a lot of it on my end, this is more so as in educating everyone yes. on the importance of what I do. So whether or not they get it or not, you're like, with you, you're yeah. going, you, this is something you do need, whether you get it from me, but let me at least give you a 100%. leg up, you yeah. know, 100%. what questions to ask. Here's like some definitions to these yeah. words when they're trying to throw it at you. Yeah. Well, so my, cool. whole, my whole mentality is, is, is being a servant leader, you know, servant leadership, right? You know, I'm just going to share with you what I do. You know, here's, here's how I think it benefits you. But if you see value in it, great. Yeah. If not, it's all good. At least you know what I do, right? So you can send me referrals. Yes. What happened over during COVID, though, is because I, I, I was working and I built an organization through Zoom. Is it like, hi, I'm what, you're doing this from home? I was like, yeah. And you could reach out to multiple states and build teams. I was like, yeah. So that's what I did. I mean, I, I built an organization. I have about 40 active agents all the way from Florida, uh, Virginia. I have a team in Missouri. And uh, so you built this in 2020. Like, you were introduced to this I've only been in the industry like 16 months. Unreal. Yeah. So you had to be on the fast track. Yeah. So obviously, you know, what is it that you needed to kind of learn right off the bat? You know what? Being a sponge. Mm. You know, being a sponge, um, being uh, coachable, you know what I mean? And being able to just soak in all the knowledge from this industry. Like, for example, like 401ks, right? Everyone knows about 401ks because that's what jobs offer. Right. Right? And then, so for the most part, it was like, oh, yeah, I got a 401k. Yeah, did you see how much you lost during, during, during COVID? <laughs> during COVID, Oh, right. no, I, you know. So, but they don't educate Employees don't educate um, employers, employers. Don't educate employees, of course, on the downfall of 401k. Because mm-hmm. when they, when, it, when we hit a recession, people lose money. Yes, people, and some people lose a lot of money. Yes, but there's other ways. You know, we indexed it. So this is all stuff that that I'm learning. I'm like, dude, why don't I know this stuff? Yeah, right. And then you know, when I look at you know our community, Polynesians, for the most part. A lot of us have that paycheck to paycheck mentality. Yes. And so, you Tomorrow know. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We need to live for today. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you know, so COVID was a blessing in a sense because what I found is that you got to be very mindful. If you want to succeed in life, you got to be very mindful of your associations. So prior to COVID, financially, I was doing pretty decent. I had the restaurants going, but my associations weren't the right associations. And And expand on that. Yeah. So... Weekends, turn up. Oh, Party. okay. <laughs> let's drink. Let's drink. Let's have a good time. Where's the next karaoke bar? Yes. We're going to sing. You know what? And we're going to drink to one, two, three, four in the morning. Right? And it was a cyclical process every weekend. Mm-hmm. When I removed myself from that environment, I'm like, Hiram, what were you doing this whole time? 
And did your pocketbook feel a little heftier too after you kind of removed yourself from yeah, that? Yeah. Well, well, you know what? I mean, it's a lot more clarity, right? So like, I've I've always had like goals and dreams, right? But then the people that were hanging around with, once again, no knock on them, but they they don't have the same goals and dreams that I have. Right. Like I like you know I want to be able to wake up in the morning if I want to take my family to to Paris, go to Monaco, to Bora Bora, the Maldives. I just want to go. Yes. I want my I want my own jet. Mm-hmm. You know I, I want all the finer things in life, and. And my, no one says you can't have that. Right. But my but, associations, mm. you know, they're just like, we'll leave for the weekend. Yeah. And I was kind of caught in that. It wasn't until I removed myself from that. And I'm like, you know what? Damn, Hiram, what were you doing? So like, so now I'm in, I'm in a space to where I'm hanging around the right associations that the people that, that I'm with have this, you know, same goals, dreams, ambitions. They want more out of life. Right. So how, how I'm taking my role is I want to be able to change the narrative within the Polynesian community. Because for the most part, when they look at Polynesians, right, like when it, they look at me, right, I'm like 6'2", 290. Oh, yeah, you know what? Oh, you, security? Yeah, of course. You know, no, I don't security. You used to play football? You used to play football. <laughs> I said, yeah, I used to in, in, high, in college. In college, right. But that, that's pretty much the stereotypical narrative with mm-hmm. us. But, not, but, but, you know, they never thought of, of, of a Polynesian taking over the financial industry. Mm-hmm. And so I want to be able, you know, so that, that, that's, that's one of my target goals is to bring more Pacific Islanders into the financial space and provide this platform for people to excel. Because when, I, when going back to our community, right, because I'm, I'm all driven, when I think about our community, a lot of times I think making it could be either um, working at the refinery or maybe longshoremen. Mm-hmm. Right, because they, they they make good money. They make great money. They make, they yes. make yeah, they make they, they make excellent money. And right? they never get fired. You know what I mean? Like yeah. once you're in, yeah, you're pretty much in. Yeah, like 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 you know, <laughs> like you got to really do some, some really some bad really, shit. Like yeah. in order. Yeah, like like like, dude, you got fired. How the hell did you get fired? How? Yeah, how did you get fired? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, like you know, family at, at the docks. I mean, they work two hours but get paid for ten. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's the life right there. That is yeah. right. That's and the so you know, so ultimate. If you could get one of those jobs, you're set. Because right? then you have this free time to actually. Yeah. Well, uh, so what I all, all I want to do is I want to say, hey, you know what, man, if that's your goals and dreams to work for the refinery or the longshoreman, you guys get in and bless your hearts. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, if you don't, here's another space. You know what? People are making $200,000, $300,000 a year as longshoremen. In my industry, people are making $200,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And so it changes your perspective on things. And it opens up your eyes to like, you know what? Wow, there's a lot more out there than than just that. Yes. And once again, no knocking that, but. But I, I think also, I mean, for me and what I've really noticed is, and, I, you know, I don't know about you, but there's such a need from the ground up from our children. Yeah. Right? Because like, like you had mentioned, in school, nobody taught us how to actually balance a checkbook. And yeah. nobody told us about 401ks in school. Nobody yeah. told us about taxes. Nobody told... I mean, like, they kind of glaze over it, but they don't actually fall, take you through the process, give yeah. you all these options. And then, as Pacific Islanders, we... If you're straight from the islands, you don't really have a lot of the resources. You don't have the options, right? You think, all I have is the military or a sport to get out if i'm lucky enough to be academically sound which then you know you still have to come out of pocket because you're going to be going out of state for school like nobody teaches you that process you know and and which is crazy because then you i feel like it's a conspiracy everybody's trying to just keep everybody whoever is poor poor and you know i mean it it gets because just the because education right information is is not i mean 
knowledge is is power. Yeah. Right. Knowing yeah. is actually powerful. Yeah. And 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 I, I can't believe how much money we actually spend in school, and that's what we go through, right? Yeah. As Pacific Islanders, like. Like, go to school, be good in school, be number one in school. And it's like, and then do what? You know, yeah, like, that, that's that, that same thing with me, right? I was, I was, my parents said, hey, go to school, get good grades, get a good job, retire when you're 60. And 60, right? Yeah. You're like, well, there goes my I'm, life. Yeah, I'm like, I'm <laughs> if like, I'm lucky enough to make it to 60, that right? That process never made sense to me, but I listened to my parents. Of course. I went to school, got good grades, got my degree. I ended up getting a job that had nothing to do with my degree. Yeah, what was your degree in? You, you actually graduated Sociology, from. <laughs> UH. Okay, but I mean, in a sense, it's still with people, right? The social construct yeah, of things. Yeah, but and... I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a social worker. I don't want to deal with that stuff. Yeah. You know, I want to deal with that stuff. Right. You know? And then so um, I read a book. Okay, it's called, it's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh, Robert yes. Kiyosaki. Love. Love that series. Changed, and the game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it changed my whole mindset of being an entrepreneur. So after, so this, you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, like, way back when? Or yeah. did you actually just... No, no, no. Catch so, on it. No, no. Maybe like five years ago. Oh, wow. So, yeah, still pretty brand new to yeah, it. Yeah, still pretty brand new. Yeah, still awesome. Brand new. Yeah. So, so you so. really were a sponge. I mean, are a yeah. sponge still. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I was like, you know what? Being an and it made sense. It clicked. Yeah. Like, you know what? I could be my, be, be my own boss, control my own income, control my own lifestyle. If I, find, if, I, if I find an industry that I can go out there and help as many people as I can, but at the same time, too, you know, make good money. Yeah. And so the funny thing about this industry is... For the most part, prior to this, I was always chasing money. Mm. You know what? I'm, yeah. ch- you know, I'm chasing making 20 grand a month, 30 grand a month, 40 grand a month, whatever it was. But it seemed like every time I would chase it, it eludes me. Right. So it's like you chase money, it eludes you. Mm-hmm. You chase purpose, you go out there and be a servant in the community. It's, it's funny how money follows you. It just yeah, yeah it takes so that, care of itself. Yeah. So, and that's been my whole angle with this is this, you know what? I'm just going to create this platform and, and as large as I can, share as much information as I can and let people know in the next generation, like, hey, man. Here's the space. You know, there's other options out there, you know. And, and, you know, I think we get so conditioned to talk about, oh, my gosh, you make $15 an hour. You make $20 an hour, right? Yes. $20 an hour. Wow. Wow. Wow, right? Wow. But, but you know yeah. what? When you reverse that and be like, you know what? Is an hour of your life that you're never going to get back only worth 20 bucks. Right. And when I talk to people, like, wow, if you put it that way, Hiram, it's really not a And lot. it really isn't $20 an hour, right? Well, yeah. yeah after taxes Ca- yeah, and you pay so-and-so. You. Yeah. <laughs> like, Okay, maybe you're looking at what, like yeah. maybe fifteen. I mean, at at, least. right? If you're making like, yeah. on the good, on yeah. the good end, and do a, you have enough? Uh, uh, what you might call it? If you have enough write-offs, right? You're like, <laughs> yeah, which a lot of people don't even know about write-offs. I know, but we live I in know. California where, where they're just like taxing they the heck out of us, raping us. Yeah, yeah, and Especially so it's like, man, it's like you know, you traditional eat, nine to five life. Yeah, and you mean you work a nine to five over here and. You barely can get by. It's so expensive. So many people I actually don't even know how a lot of us are able to afford to live here. Like, we can't. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, like you said, we're robbing Peter to pay Paul half yeah. the time, you know, yeah. and opening credit cards that we know nothing about. Yeah. And we are constantly just cyclical with our debt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and then when the we die, it just carries on. Isn't that terrible that when we die and we have debt, our debt doesn't die with us? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> here, here you go. It's going to go to your family. But you're right with debt, though, because inherited. at the beginning of the year, we seem to t- pay down our debt. Mm-hmm. Toward the end of the year, our debt racks up again because of holidays Holiday. and all the shopping. Of course. And all and our goes, family. Yeah. And all our fall of love is. And it yeah. seems to all come in like one time. Yeah. And so the biggest thing, you know, is what I'm finding out is at the end of the day, we just don't make enough money. Yeah. If we want to live in California, you just got to make a lot of money. Yep. Or or move to the Inland Empire. Or uh, like I, yes. IE, where it's cheaper, we're, Corona, 
A lot of people I know live, uh, are moving to Texas. Yeah. You know, to Arizona, where, Arizona, where it's cheaper. Las Vegas. Yeah, because yeah. Of, because we, we live in a in a poorly ran state to where it's so expensive. Tax yes. on ta- on top of tax. And we actually generate so much money as a state. Is is which crazy? Like we have Hollywood. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's. It's mind-boggling, but then of course we're paying for the climate. Like <laughs> that's it. You know what? Beautiful weather. Yes. Yeah, and, and we can know, at least I, count I, I on chalk that. it up to that. Like you know what? Hey, we have the best weather. Yeah. Right. But you know, I mean, in this kind of this entrepreneurship, financial industry, you know, of course, even like, you know, when I when I was growing up, hey, we never talk about money. Oh, but because that's taboo too. That's taboo too. <laughs> like you don't right? don't ask me about you know what I make and what you make exactly. And- but then, you know what? Now I look at it, I was like, you know what? There's a reason why my parents didn't want to talk about money. They don't really know about money. Yeah. So you can't talk about something. You so it becomes fearful, right? Scared. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, like, you know, it's like taboo. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm, I'm in this space right now with a lot of successful people that are doing very well with, for their families and they're out there winning in life and they talk about finances. He's like, hire them. How are Openly. You? Yeah. How are you not going to talk about finances? When it's... When, 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 when you get out of college, shoot, that's, you need to learn about finances. Yes. And I'm like, you know what? It made freaking sense. And so, you know, that's another conversation that we have now is, shoot, family, we talk about money. It's good to talk. They need to know about my, my kids need to know about money. Yes. They need to know about interest rates. About, I mean, even like, you know, like the typical, I say, poor man's mentality is like, you know what? Don't get credit cards because you're going to go into debt. But then, actually, the best way to go is actually get credit cards. Mm-hmm. Use the credit cards. Don't put your debit card, you know, don't use your debit card. Keep your money in your bank because if you're using credit cards, so I'm teaching my kids, right, use your credit cards. Buy everything in credit card, right? If something, you know, if it gets stolen, and it's, it's covered. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 the credit card's money. Right. It's not your own personal money. If it's on your debit card, you try to fight for that. Yeah, it takes right? forever. It takes forever for the, for you to get that money back. Mm-hmm. But man, you know, it's, it's credit cards. Man, they, they reimburse you right there. Also, when you're leveraging credit cards, you're also getting points, right? You're getting points on 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 the things that like to travel, yeah, food. frequent flyer miles. Yes. Depending on what credit card you have, you rack up points. You use those points to go buy merchandise. So what you're doing is you're just flipping, you're using their money to mm-hmm. make money. Mm-hmm. And so that's all a mindset that once again, I, w- I was always taught, oh yeah, well, I love that. That's very much a rich, rich dad, poor dad uh, concept, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, of course, with that as well, we tend to, because we have a lack of knowledge in credit and finances, yeah. we will take advantage of that. And you don't want to get into the area where then you're in way over your head yeah. for credit cards, right? So, like, how, how, what is it that you need in order to manage it? Like, so you're spending, you're spending money on the credit cards. Do you need to pay it off right away? Or do you need to, like, what, what's the system that needs to happen in order to make sure that you, because credit cards can definitely put you in debt as well as, you know, give you good credit to be able to buy a house yeah. and stuff. So. Yeah. Because he can give you bad credit or yeah. good credit. So if anything, start off small. Like for the most part, if you're if you have new credit, right? You're new. They're probably only going to give you like two to three hundred bucks, maybe mm-hmm. five hundred bucks. But stay within that limit. Don't go over it. But then I wouldn't I wouldn't pay all of it off. I'd probably leave some of it on there because for credit, for the most part, you want to make sure you have a, a larger revolving balance or open balance, I should say. Mm, okay. Available credit. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is you're making those payments, and all all, all the credit companies see is they'll see is current, 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 current. Mm-hmm. And you know this once again, this is something that. Never was taught to us. Right. But now we're talking about it. And now we're talking about it openly. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about credit, talking about finances. And even, too, it's um, another, you know, I'm having more open discussion in regards to, like, politics. 
Even like politics, it was like kind of taboo. Well, yeah. I mean, we are very complacent as a society. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sorry to say it, but I, I'm not because it is. I mean, we are. We're, we might complain in the, in the coolers, right? Like, yeah. In the back room, but then when it comes up, we're very much respectful. We go with the flow of what's going on, whether yeah. it's completely terrible for us or not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when it comes to politics, because a lot of it, again, is fear because we don't know. Yeah. Right? It's not having the information. Yep. And we're not ambitious enough, I think, a lot of the time to actually go after the information. Well, that's the thing, too, right? You look at, you, look at, you know, what, what runs society. You know, it, are these... Um, these policies or whatever they have, these laws that they put in place. And, you know, like, once again, I've been in this industry for like 15, 16 months, and I'm like, you know what, man, I need to know about these, you know, the, these, these, these things that they're, that, they're, that they're trying to push through. Um, I need to learn, you know, capitalism, for example. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Who, who's more for the entrepreneur, who's not? And just educating yourself on what's going on from both sides of you. You know, whether, you know, whether you're, you know, uh, left or right, red or blue, right. you know, it's all good, but at least, at least you should know what's going on out there on both sides. So that if anything, you know, when it comes to your vote for whatever it is, at least you know what you're voting for. Mm -hmm. and at least you're not in the blind. Because like back in the day, I'm like, you know, what? I don't, I don't even vote. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't even care. But then you see, like a lot of the stuff that's happening now, it's from stuff that that got pushed through maybe years ago. So that's I, now affecting. That's now affecting us now. Yeah, and not only you, but our next generation, right? I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. So all the stuff that's taboo within our Polynesian community, like Social Security, like. Well, we're not going to see it it's, at it's all. Gonna, it's going to be gone in like 15 years. Right. Yeah. Like, what, like what is Social Security? Yeah. Was baby boomers leave with it. Like, yeah. we're, we're not going to count on that. And we're, and we're paying for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, but you're right, though. Even like pensions. These mm -hmm. are pensions that aren't even around no more. Yes. Right? And so they, they talk about, hey, you know what? Uh, here's a retirement plan. Here's a 401k. But what happened? A friend of mine last year was a longshoreman. Supposed to have, well, a friend of a friend was supposed to have retired last year. But when... Uh, but when the COVID hit, mm -hmm. he lost he lost about three hundred fifty thousand dollars in the four hundred one k, just like that in about three four weeks. They, I guess, you know, like you said, they're we're not educated in the fact that four hundred one ks are also traded, right? Like that's yeah. what they're using as leverage these companies when they're yeah. publicly traded, yeah. right? To actually like mm -hmm. get all these other loans or get 100%. all these other money. And a lot of people don't know that. I'm like, hey, do you know your four hundred one k is invested in the stock market? No, I didn't know that. Ira. Yeah. Did you see? Oh, okay. So you have a four hundred one k. Yeah. Okay. Um, how much did you lose? Did you see how much? You know, have you been tracking that stuff during the COVID? Have you lost any money? Yeah, I lost. You know, X amount. Or, or no, I, I'm too scared to look. Uh, yeah. So, I'm so like, ignorance hey. is bliss a lot of the time. Pretty much. You know, and, and pretty much. So you know, as it's I'm like, no news is good news. <laughs> yeah. Basically, what it is. Hey, yeah. You know what? Outside, out of mind. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Exactly. Well, you know what? You lost hundred thousand dollars. You should know about it. He's like, <laughs> you that's know what kind mean? of not just chump change. You not, know, yeah. you're gonna feel that amount. Yeah. So. Uh, and all the years that you put in, like you said, an hour of our lives. You know, a minute of our life that we never get back. That's definitely the priceless thing. I mean, at least for me and my family, as I've grown and learned, is that's definitely something that I want to be able to hold on to as much as possible. Mm -hmm. It's time, yeah. right? Like, how am I actually that quality time, you know, with what I actually want to do with yeah. life, you know? Yeah. That's if, if there's one thing that money can't buy is time. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm doing as I'm as I'm growing a team, I have multiple agents across multiple states, is the buyback time. Because, for example, I can make $2,000 in an hour. Mm -hmm. It'll probably take someone a week, maybe 40 hours to make. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, if I could show you how to make two grand in an hour, 
You just bought back a week of your life. What would you do at that time? Oh, I'm going to spend time more, more with my kids. I'll spend time more with my husband and my wife. And so that's, that's, that's the space that I'm in that's offering that, that, that type of financial freedom if they're willing to put forth the work. Yeah. And so that's, you know, that, that's, that's the biggest thing as, as I'm seeing as I'm growing teams. And, I mean, I have people that have quit their, they, they, I would call them fire their boss. <laughs> I have people I like that have fired their boss and they work with me full time. Virtual agents. They work from home. They have Zoom. And basically, wherever they go, as long as they have internet, they're, they're working. They can pick they're up. Good. Yeah. I, yep. I, I was in deal. Hawaii a few months ago with my family. I ran a few meetings through Zoom, spent the rest of my time with the family. I was in Texas, uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Have you ever, did you ever think you'd, you'd be in that space to be able to do that? I mean, I know that you always had dreams and aspirations and goals. And I always, you know what? I always felt I was capable of it. I just didn't know when, but it, it, it came fast. Like, like I said, I've only been in the industry for like 16 months, but I have a team. I have my office. And, and it's obviously grown to be a passion of yours because it's yeah. more of service, right? That's it. And you have this niche group of people who are your own people. That's the biggest thing, sis, is our Polynesian community. They, they need to know about this stuff. And there's this a lack of people like us mm -hmm. going back into the community and explaining it to them. Oh, I think you hit it right there on the head. Yeah. We, we talk the language. We understand the struggle, the upbringing. Mm -hmm. we, we know the fight level of us, you know, so we know. So when we're speaking to them, they can relate to us. Yes. And when, we, when they relate to us, it makes sense. And like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. Maybe I, need, maybe, you know, maybe I need to put $20 a month aside to better protect my family with a policy. Yeah. A lot of times people don't even know $20, $30 a month is all it takes. Right. For, you know, to For get a few hundred thousand dollars. Some kind of peace oh. of mind. Yes. Yeah. So crazy story is my cousin who, who uh, uh, in November, November of this past year, 33 years old, right? 33 years old, healthy. She was like, hey, I'm, you know what? I just, you know, I just want to get my ducks in a row. And, uh, you know, I'm looking for life insurance. I said, cool. We're some quotes and stuff like that. Found, found a policy to fit her and her, her family's budget and her needs. And then she was like, whoa. She's like, this is how much you made? I was like, yeah. She was like, how long did it take you? I said, it took me about an hour. She said, you made that much? I said, yeah. She said, oh, wow. So now it opened her eyes because she sees, uh, she be sees a believer in the product. And, and uh, she was like, well, you know what? Let me come aboard part-time. She came aboard part-time, school teacher for 10 years. She fired, she fired the district. Wow. She started doing this full-time with me, okay? Now, we were in Texas in May. She was coughing up a storm. I'm like, dude, are you okay? She's like, oh, it's my asthma, okay? So, uh, beginning of June, right? Beginning of June, you know, having a hard time breathing, coughing, she goes into the hospital or to, to the ER. They run CAT scans, said, you know what? You have cancer. <gasps> 33 years old cancer so she's like what stage four lung cancer stage four yeah oh my gosh so um you know kind of going to to uh the, another reason why i believe in, in what i do is because she was able to take one hundred fifty thousand dollars out of her living benefits life insurance mm -hmm. they, they cut her a check for one hundred fifty thousand dollars for li for living and medical expenses so and this this is just a few weeks ago she's like she's like hey hire she's like man um my husband, he, he, you know, he's going to uh, he's going to take a break from his job. This whole, you know, he's going to take this year off to help me recover my chemo. But because we see we're 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 a product of the product and see how it works for us, he's going to take his license and he's going to become an agent. Wow. Yeah. So it's like stories like that. You know, yeah. what I mean, like, damn, like you know what this stuff the, works. And the timing, right? Like, thirty-three years old. Who would have thought? And just like a, what. A, a, a week or a few weeks or a month, a few months before that, yeah. they weren't even covered. They weren't even so. Imagine if she didn't fire her boss. Yeah. 
And she was still, she was still chugging along. Chugging along, and it sh I mean, they're blessed because she wouldn't be working yeah. financially. It mm -hmm. would have been it would have been tough, but now they have one hundred fifty. Now they can actually focus on getting better. Focus on, on getting healing. better. Yeah, don't have to worry about bills. Bills are paid for, and focus on getting better. And then now he's going to start doing the business too. Uh, on the flip side of that, I had a friend of mine, or a, a classmate, who was um, trying. I'll say, hey man, this, you, you should look into getting a policy. Oh, hire him. I'm thinking about it. I said, bro, what do you think about fifty dollars? Fifty dollars going to get you four hundred thousand dollars with the coverage. What do you mm -hmm. think about? Oh, I'm just going to think about it. He ended up getting into an accident and passing away. Oh, my gosh. And the wife reached out, and she's like, hey, I mean, you know, um, you know, so-and-so passed away. I'm like, what? He's like, you know anything we can do? I was like, I can't do anything. He, he, he didn't, didn't purchase it. Yes. He, yeah. He, you know, I mean, and I don't, you know, I mean, I'm, and it's frustrating for me because if he would have just been like, you know what, hire me, let's do it, boom, she would be getting a check for $400,000. Now she had to go go from me route. Scrape by. They have a mortgage. They have two car payments, and you know bills don't stop. No, they don't stop. You know <laughs> they never die. They never die. Yeah, that, that's, that's they never thing. catch it, COVID. It, they never slow it's down. It's residual bills. Yes. those things don't stop, right? So um, that's the reason why I even go even more harder is because I don't want that to happen again to someone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So once again, it's just you know it's, it's just a a passion of mine. It just so happens that we also get paid very well. Yeah. I, I, right now, that's I, the bonus. Yeah, I mean, I, I've made the most money I've ever made, right now. But it doesn't even feel like work because man, you're I'm helping. Just, I'm just helping people. Helping yeah. people. Yeah, educating our community yeah. needs it, and and that's the biggest thing. So what now, is, now your partner, your wife, right? Yeah. Um, is she a part of the team as well, or how did you, when you discovered all this new information? I mean, yeah. you have to go within your inner circle, your team. Yeah. And how did she receive the news when you're yeah. like, you know what? Uh, um, I think we're going to go this route, babe. <laughs> you know what? No, so I, I've been blessed, right? Because, you know, I, I've been an entrepreneur, so, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to find ways to solve problems and, and, and you know, and, and, and make money. Mm -hmm. And so when I first got involved in it, she was like, babe, again? <laughs> I was like, babe, I, you know what? I think this is it. I think this is it. We've been together, we've been married for over 20 years. Wow. So we have a relationship. And um, That's a success story in itself. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, shoot, but so much stuff going on. I mean, it's good to have a, a good rock, a good foundation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I've been blessed because, once again, we've been married for over 20 years. And, you know, she was like, okay, babe, we're going to do this. Let's do this. So, boom. She stood she stood by me. She's still standing by me. Um, but, you know, sometimes you might be in a relationship to where you're working 12 hours a day, you know, and, and they're like, you know, you might have a questionable spouse. Like, hey, where are you at so late? My wife doesn't even trip. She knows I'm working. Yeah. She knows I'm working. I'm, I'm going to Texas. I'm going to Frisco. I was just in Frisco. Um, Hawaii. Man, we're, I'm traveling for work, but she's like, "Babe, do your thing. I got the household. House is, you know, house is clean. Uh, you know, uh, what is it? Laundry's kids. washed. Kids are fed." She said, "We're good." She's like, "Go and do your thing." And so it's it's, it's a it's a it's a great dynamic. I've been blessed in that aspect. And then, you know, of course, we take trips together, work, pleasure. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, um, yeah, she she just you know she has a full full trust in me to go ahead and go ahead and win. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's so much stuff that, I, you know, that I want to do, you know, and I'm, I just don't want to settle. I'm hanging around the right people, and this information needs to get to more of our community. Yes. And that's the biggest thing. Oh, that is so awesome. So now EPIC, right, yeah. is actually an acronym for something. What yeah. is it? So empower, empowering people in communities. Because the goal is to empower as many of our uh, community to be more financially sound, more financially literate when it comes to anything finances. 
you know, IRAs, Roth IRAs, IULs, annuities, fixed annuities, uh, credit interest rate, leveraging credit cards instead of debit cards, like all that stuff that... Can that seem bo- overwhelming, can right? Can seem overwhelming, <laughs> right? And, and stuff that we don't talk about, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm bringing it to the forefront. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm giving people an option because I know back in the days, I used to just look forward to partying on the weekends. Yeah. And I found myself years down the line still in the same spot. So like, hey, you know what? If you guys want to go out there and win in life, talking about like my nephews and nieces, you know what? There's going to be a sacrifice that you're going to have to make. You know, you, you can't just skate through life and, and, and win everything. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to have to sacrifice. Sacrifice your time from your spouse. Unless you're a trust fund baby. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to sacrifice your weekends, sacrifice your time with, you know, with your homies. Whatever it is, there's going to have to be some kind of sacrifice in place. In order and obviously for you. something had to happen. And, I mean, we, we talk about timing, right? I mean, if you had this information back then, do you usually think about that? But then you don't – you. if you thought about that, you know, it can actually bring you down more than actually push you forward, right? Because well, it, maybe you weren't ready for that information. And I, I think this is a success story in itself to where – it can happen anytime. It's never too late as long as you're breathing, yeah. right? <laughs> no, you're right. But I felt the same way. You know, I was like, I was like, you know what? I wish I would have known this 20 years ago. But everything's on God's timing. Mm-hmm. So I'm here now. I'm soaking it in, and we're going. And you know, even with my kids, right? You know, my daughter, she's a full-time student at uh, Cal State Long Beach. And but she does how many babies time. do you have? Two. And how old? My daughter's college. My daughter's 23. Wow. She has one more year of communication. She's a communications major at Cal State Long Beach. Love it. She also does this part-time with me. Cool. Yeah. And then my son's a senior at St. John Bosco. He plays football. Hey, um, aren't they? Um, didn't they have a game? The yeah, yeah. <laughs> they won the top uh, one, one, either one, number one or two in the nation for football. Awesome. Um, but he's, you know, even with him, you know, he's just looking at, you know, he's looking at stocks. He's looking at starting his own shoe company. You know, what I mean, and, and just kind of flipping shoes. So he has an entrepreneur mind. So I'm instilling my kids to, hey, you know, don't be so dependent on going to work for someone. Mm-hmm. You know, find something that you like to do. Find a little niche and just go, just work. That's so awesome. Yeah, build your own space, create your own income, be, become your own boss. And here we are, you know, you're already taking the ball by making sure that it rolls somewhere else rather than in this cycle that we continue to go through from our own parents and our grandparents and our, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean my, my goal is, I mean, I was telling Joe, I mean, I, I plan to be retired in four years. Like four years, I want to be out the industry and just live life. And in this industry, you can do that because of uh, of um, residual income. Right. Yeah. Now your money's working for you rather than you doing all the work. Yeah, and it's so like you put it in the right places. Yeah. So so I have I have teams in multiple states. I, like for example, I've never been to Missouri, but yet every time my team helps a family with like a life insurance policy, I get paid on that. And and so on average, people keep their life insurance policy between twenty to thirty years. Right. So for the next twenty thirty years, I'm going to continue to get paid on that policy, even though I did the work once. So cool. So leveraging other people's time, but also leveraging uh, just um, residual income. Mm -hmm. Once again, something I didn't know about, right? What is residual income? What is leveraging? Mm -hmm. Because if you look at, we only have, we only have 24 hours in the day as as one person. So my whole philosophy is, is you know what? I rather have instead of having 100% of my efforts, I rather have 1% of 100 people's efforts. Yes. Working all together, driving same mission, same cause, same crusade, and. Once again, man, it's been blessed to continue to grow this thing. And it's, so, it's, uh, so where do you, so your goal now is to retire in four years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I, I can't wait to have you back here in four years. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ret- retire in four years. I want to, you know, I want to definitely go back to Hawaii 
and just um, and actually live there. Is that where you want to retire? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I can't live in Hawaii. I'm a Hawaiian, but I can't. It, it's too slow for me. I'm a city boy. I, I yeah, it's too slow for me. But you know, like f- politics. You know, politics. I, I you know, I, I have a family that that ran for political positions, mm. but they didn't have the right enough of capital. So, so I want to be able you're... to fund that. Right? You you want to run? Are you looking at actually I, I maybe? In, I don't want to get in politics. Okay. Yeah. I want to know about things though, but I want to, you know, there's there's a lot of fa- my family out there that's like for like Hawaiian movement, Hawaiian language, all that stuff. Because once again, you know, it's poor leadership. Mm-hmm. It's poor government, a governor over there. That's not for the people. A lot of times these people win because they have the financial backing. Yes. Yeah. So money, it's it's really whoever is the power. richest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Money is power. You want, <laughs> yes. you, want, you want to influence politics? You need money. You need money. Yeah. So you need, but you need a vehicle to make that money. Mm-hmm. And so this is this is my vehicle, and so you know that, that's one of the things I want to do is it's go ahead and okay you have a campaign money's never an issue yeah go and we'll donate we'll figure it out, and then you still want to grow your food market yeah that's more of a passion of mine yes yeah. so we'll still go to the food market, and you know just seeing new com- new new uh, new vendors come in being able to test their concept because there was food vendors that came aboard it was like first time. First time doing it. I'm like, well, you have Instagram? No. Do me a favor. The first thing you need is Instagram. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> you need to Find actually publicize yep. something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have you under my permit. Just come and try your concept. Blew up. They're doing it now. They're doing a great job. Wow. That's so But their awesome. first very festival was at the South Bay Food Market. And so, you know. Gave them that opportunity to yeah. kind of even say, like, does my food even taste good? Yeah. As people actually would want to eat this. Yep. Yeah. So that, that that's, uh, you know, that's the whole concept behind that is just, man, this is, that, that that's more of a. Another giving back to the community because it's island it's an island influenced uh, event, right? And then on top of it, you're now supporting other entrepreneurs, right? I'm supporting other entrepreneurs, getting out there and actually making their own business. You yep. know, yep. business owners, like small and then business as I'm, owners. And then as I'm running the South Bay Food Market, now I have Epic as a sponsor, which is this write-offs. Yeah. So this is all all money, all finances, all taxes, all stuff that I didn't know 16 months ago. Yeah. I, I'm, to be honest, I'm still learning a lot of stuff. Of course. Yeah. I mean, 16 months, geez, and you hit the ground running. Yeah. So I think that's really what's the most impressive to me um, that I take away from our meeting right now is that there is, I, I love that. It's never too late. You never know what I mean? Late. Like you can, if you're still willing, right? Yeah. Not even that you're able because we're all able to learn, but yeah. if you're willing to learn and actually make a change, you can. Yeah. You can. It's your choice. You can. It's got to be urgent. Yeah. A lot of time we're just real chill. Yeah. Chill, you know, local <laughs> Yeah, folks, there's definitely no time, sense of urgency. Island time, the events at 10, 10 a.m., we show up at freaking 10, 30, 11. I know. But in the business space where I'm at, you can't do that. No, you cannot. You can't do that. Yeah. You know, and it, that just shows a lack of respect for Time as Polys, right? We we think it's funny, like, oh, we're out there on Polynesian time. Yeah. In the business space, it doesn't fly. Right. And so that's another thing. I'm like, hey, man, time is money. You can't waste. If if, if there's one thing you don't want to do is disrespect someone's time by coming in late to a meeting. Mm-hmm. So I'm teaching all that. You know, some some once again teaching all these people that as well. Got You got to you got to uh, value people's time. Yes. Because some will never get back. That is definitely something we won't get back, man. Yep. And I'm I'm so excited for your ventures. I'm so excited how fast your business is growing, yeah. and also that you're still can you're keeping your love for being a foodie because yeah. being Pacific Islander, I'm a foodie as well. We're all foodies. <laughs> so. Can never go wrong with good food. Can never. Good go food wrong. is like good music, 
right? It's universal. Yes, yes. That's you. You don't have to speak the same language, but yeah. <laughs> you can definitely you relate know that, to each other. You know other. that tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> you know that tastes good right there. That sounds good. That yeah. tastes good. <laughs> you know that. I know. Yeah, and that's so cool. I mean, so, okay, now we're looking forward to the the actual market um, food market to happen mm-hmm. in the next month and a half. So yeah. if it stays like this, as we so- have something to actually look forward to as yeah. a community. I mean, if you're here in the South Bay, yeah. please, by all means, you know, yeah. make sure that you're, you're, you're checking out the Instagram and the, so yeah. what are your social handles? So, uh, that we can so make sure. for the food festival, it's the South Bay food market, okay. IG. And me personally is Mr. Aloha. So M-I-S-T-E-R <laughs> underscore, underscore Aloha. What are some of your, you think are your strengths for this industry spe- specifically? Having a, well, you know what? Being personable, actually caring about people mm-hmm. because we're, I'm in the people business. So you gotta have a genuine passion for, for people. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but also too, I mean, you know, I mean, going out there and, and, and doing something big, like, like doing something like, um, not just for yourself because as I'm, as I'm building this business, and I have certain targets and goals. If I just think about myself, I might just stop. But if I attach myself to a bigger goal, a bigger vision, my team, for example, then it's going to continue to push me, even though when I'm yes, when, when you're like, oh, yeah, like yeah, I'm like good. yeah, I'm good. I'm like, you know what? Like kind of like accountability partner, right? Like yes. you know what? Like shit, you know what? I gotta go. I gotta go here. I gotta because keep pushing. Because now you're remembering to value their time, their dreams, their goals yeah. that you brought on, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think with, with Polynesians, we're 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 naturally helping people. Mm-hmm. We lo- we like. I mean, you know, we call it a lower spirit. You know, um, you know, we're we're loving, caring people. And we're the gentlest giants. You we're know, being gen- someone, they're saying like, "Oh my gosh, you're so intimidating." But then when they we're loyal. Yeah. We're loving. We take just care don't of cross us. Uh, yes. Yeah. Exactly. They, they know. Just don't cross us. <laughs> cool big teddy bears. <laughs> Life of the party, love them, but just don't cross just them. Just don't cross us, yeah. right? But that also comes with our sense of loyalty, right? And, yeah. our, and when we actually use those powers that we naturally get yeah. um, when we're born, I mean, this is the product, right? Like yeah. your drive, your your enthusiasm for something when it comes to people. And remembering yeah. that, I, I think a lot of the time too, we forget that when we're looking at a job or when we're looking at a as long as people are involved and your product is actually servicing people, yep. like that's really what the real product is, right? Yeah. Like it's people. Yep. So no, if you, if you're able, like you said, you're one of your power, your superpowers <laughs> is being personable. Yeah. And and that helps out a lot. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. And also too, um, something I don't think I brought up, but uh, uh, personal development, reading a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at like. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, uh, Warren Buffett. Yes. You know, Jeff Bezos, uh, Elon Musk, they all read. Yes. They all read. They have a library. They read maybe one, two, three books a, a week. Mm-hmm. And in high school, shoot, I graduated high school. I don't even think I, re- I ever read a book after college. <laughs> yeah. Did it. Yeah. But if I want to know about if I want to know about leadership, you know, like John Maxwell, for example. I want to learn about sales, Brian Tracy. Right? I want to learn about, uh, about you know, um, the five dysfunction of a team, Patrick Lencioni. So all these books, it's like additional mentorship, right? That that everyone has access to. Just got to go and apply it and go get these books. So, yeah, and that's and that's another big thing is application. Yeah. Right. You can read and read and read, but if you're not actually going to practice it and apply it. Yeah. So like this thing goes. You're sitting with this, I, this, all this knowledge. This is what uh, the saying is: knowledge is power, but it's actually applied knowledge is power. Yes. You got to be able to apply because if not, you're just a, a smart idiot just sitting there. <laughs> right. You got to apply it. You got to yeah. apply it, and. Um, 
Don't be afraid to fail. In society nowadays, it's like, you know what? Oh, don't, you can't fail. But in entrepreneurship, in life, and business, failing is good. Well, you'd have to. Yeah. I mean, I don't you know one business owner that actually started a business and didn't fail. You know, yeah. like their first business ever. Yeah. I don't, I, all the things that I've read, all of the major, I mean, even the Warren Buffetts of the world yeah. and the Elon Musks, it's like they tried and tried again before they finally got to the point where they're like, Oh, okay, this works, yeah. you know, and now I can adopt the same model and, and carry it forth. Yeah. But yeah, so failure, definitely, yeah. it's, you got to have some thick skin, some self-inspiration. Yeah. Learn to love failure, embrace <laughs> failure. It's part of the process. It's part of, every time you fail, you're one step closer to the top. Yeah, and you're learning, you're right? Learning. You're constantly, yeah. that's the best lesson, I yeah. feel, is when you've actually lost yeah. or, or you failed at something because you're going, okay, well. What did I learn from this? Yeah. Let me not repeat that, right? Yeah. yeah, 100%. But then we have our people, too, that just get wounded and just keep repeating the same and process. It happens, too. It happens, too. So. Well, we need consumers anyway, so yep. that's okay. Yep. Everyone has a role. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. What is, um, I know you kind of covered it, but just to put a button on it before I let you go, what would you like to see um, at least our upcoming generations do? You know what? Be more involved and, and, you know, learn about finances, learn about money, learn about financial literacy. Because, you know, I'd I rather see these kids really dive into that stuff than seeing them work at like Raising Cane's or like a Foot Locker to where they're making like pennies. Mm -hmm. And with taxes, knowing about taxes. You know what I mean? So my advice, you know, uh, what I'd like to see to the next generation is really being a sponge when it comes to money, being open about talking about money but really learning about it. Yeah. Because that's something that they still don't teach is financial literacy. Yes. But then when we come out of... I like to talk to the school system, please. Yeah. Well, but, but, but you know what? When when they graduate school, it's like, you need to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you said, bills. Or they've already... They start off life in debt yeah. with school loans right? yeah. to get this and degree. That's, a, that's another thing, right? It's funny how society works because they'll give a student $100,000 worth of student loan debt but they won't give them like a $10,000 small business loan. Right. So it's just stuff you it's question so the system. It's so backwards. Yes. Yeah. Where it's like, you know what? It is what it is. So let me I'm, learn how to work it. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So. It was such a pleasure having you. Appreciate Hi, you. you <laughs> Thank you so much. I know. You're, this definitely won't be the last time you're going to be with us because I'm, 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 I'm excited to just see more of what epic is 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 we're doing some epic I'm, things yes epic things we're doing epic things, so. and i can't wait to come and enjoy all the food for my foodiness yes <laughs> yes That's so gotta look out for that yep it's me your girl miss lulu again with my special guest hiram travis i am so excited for you that you're actually hearing this here make sure you tell everybody at miss lulu m-y-z-l-u-l-u -L -U. tune in every single day islandblocknetwork.com for all your islandesian needs mwah, mwah, mwah. see here and speak love see love here love speak love everyone loves lulu